When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Oh, Dublanders, what's the crack? It's finally happening. It's finally happening. So we told you we'd do this live, even though I'm a total fuck up. We have tried so many times to make this happen. I actually fucked it before. Sorry, before Suzanne gets a word in edgeways, I'm obviously ranting. I am. But I fucked up again because I have to be in work at 6 a.m. in Cork tomorrow morning for a fucking 12-hour filming day. Uh, And there's a guy coming to collect me because they don't trust me to get there on time. I've never felt like such a fucking child in my life. Like, the guy, they rang me today. I was like, oh, Jesus, it's tomorrow. Fuck. Oh, I've got a gig tomorrow. They were like, yes, I suppose PJ three months was probably a bit sudden to give you a fucking morning. (laughs) I I says, don't worry about it. I'll drive down. Literally five minutes later, we're sending a driver. You've changed. I know, yeah. We're sending a driver because I'm PJ Gallagher. I don't drive myself anymore. I would like to drive. I had to get a driver here from Dunleary. So he's talking shite now saying he's going to Cork and he's getting a driver. You want to hear him three o'clock? I'm telling you now, I'm not turning up. If there's a car, not outside my gaff. (laughs) In Dunleary at six o'clock, I'm not turning up, Suzanne. And then we get, oh, and then it wasn't a Merc and changed. But I take responsibility for all of those things. I am the best influence. Yes, I am the... B- oh, he's great notions. There's and no always have, have fucking notions. notions. That's the whole point of this podcast. It's to have, have fucking notions. notions. And this is the worst thing. You just hang around with the likes of Suzanne Kane. Yes. She tells you, get into the finer things. Yes. You know, enjoy a cigar, eat a bit of fucking meat, listen meat. to better music, good. go to some fuck, hang out with nice people. I do all those things. And then you, you fucking asshole. Like, oh, I uh, have, look at the notions. That's the whole thing about the podcast was have notions. Yeah, so um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm delighted. I'm got, not only am I going to have a driver, I'm going to sit in the car in my fucking nip <laughs> behind him. I'm going to make sure. You're I'm going to make sure if I, I get a horn, I'm going to have an old wank in the back seat. <laughs> if he asks me to stop, I'll say, it's none of your business. I'm relaxing before a show. <laughs> they think you're joking as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's the grand. fucking terrifying part. But of thanks a million for coming, of course. Uh, I don't know how many of you listen regularly. Of course, uh, we want to celebrate because, of course, you know we're GAA fans. And yeah. Dublin have won yet another. Whoop. I did think somebody tweeted earlier on and they were like, expect the full Dublin senior football team, the ladies football team and Chris Martin all to be here. They all sent video messages. So, you know, I just I just said, don't don't lower yourselves. PJ will just embarrass you. So don't turn up. But obviously they sent messages to me just... Yeah, so much to you. Now I can tell you what I did this morning, right? Uh, I know. I s- oh, you're a loser. So Come on, <laughs> tell everybody else. Again, so I reiterate, changed. Changed. <laughs> Actually didn't support the Dubs. It's a load of shite that he ever went to Hill 16 before two years ago. Then I said I mentioned Dublin. And he was all like, oh, yeah, what's that place? Hill, what is it, 14, is it? Yeah, I go there all the time. You Press wouldn't be seen fucking and dead <laughs> on Hill 16. I would not be found dead on Hill 16. I'd rather kill myself than go there. Are you insane? <laughs> Amazing, you, uh, sorry, hang on a second. Let's just be real here. So, if you're a Dublin fan, would you who go here goes to Hill 16? A very small population like you. <laughs> well, anyway, the Dubs, of course, the women they won again. A male, Mayo lost another fucking all Ireland. Like Jesus, is there anybody from Mayo here? Uh, oh. I actually feel I, I'm I actually so sorry feel bad for your loss. I'm going to do a charity gig, by the way. I'm going to do a charity gig next week. We're going to keep the last remaining players of the course alive. I want, I want to get the best doctors in the business to keep these lads alive. I want to do it because whatever it is about this course, I know it's cruel. I know the rest of the country hates us, but it's fucking hilarious, man. And, 
And then, like, today, it was because I've got my... Um, the family I was adopted out of are all from male, so there's an added fucking... You gave me away, you cunts. This is your punishment to it, right? <laughs> it's so, part of the curse. <laughs> so, so there's a bit of that. So there's a bit of that, right? So I've been sending them messages. I've been doing everything to get near these fucking teams when they win so I can send photographs, right? And this morning I heard that the, the women, they were up in the Gibson Hotel yeah, with the cup, right? Say. And I was there, I am getting a picture of that cup. I'm sending it to that shitty family. I'm going fucking... They're actually a lovely family. I just love winding them up, right? So I'm going to send them fucking pictures of me with the cup. So I ran around and uh, I, I'm like, I'm a fan of the team, right? And then it all went horribly fucking wrong because I got the cup and I, I thought for, I, I know the cup is called the Brendan Martin Cup, right? And I said, is there any chance of getting a picture of the cup, the Brendan Smith? Now, Brendan oh, Smith fuck's sake. is one of Ireland's most notorious paedophiles. And I'm talking to three 20-year-old women, right? And I've got With a fucking moustache. <laughs> so I look, I look. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm, give me a shot of the Brendan Smith. And, and then it gets worse, right? Because I, I, I look, like I've met Dublin players before, but they're always the lads, right? Yeah. So you meet Jack McCaffrey or whatever. Or you he meet... looks like Jack McCaffrey with the boo-boo hair, yeah. doesn't he? But you meet them and you're like, oh, fuck, I was watching you, you were playing, you did this game, and I know you're working on this, and you're going to be Jack in particular, like you're a doctor. And, and you do this to the lads, you let them know something about them. Yeah. I didn't realise how creepy that is when you say it to a 20-year-old girl. <laughs> So when you're four, I met Lindsay Davey and uh, I was there, fucking amazing. You're a lifeboat volunteer. You're working up in the Dublin airport during the fire brigade. It's savage. You're after getting so much done. I said, you're only 27 years old. She's like, how the fuck does this man, <laughs> how does this creepy fucker with his horrible mustache Robbing holding himself. the Brendan Smith cup know so much about my life? Yeah, Robbing I made a, himself. I, Robbing <laughs> himself. Hey, girl. Great oh, game, great no, no, game. I, I made an, and then I got embarrassed because you know when you say you it, did, yeah, I you did, yeah. But you know what it was? It's because, <laughs> it's because you know when you you definitely this has happened to you. It's happened right, to everybody. You know this thing where you go, oh, see you now, and you say, yeah, good luck, and then you just all walk the same way. <laughs> Oh, cheers, yeah, that's grand, yeah. And then they met someone else and says, oh, fuck. And then I realized I was going the wrong way. So I was like, oh, I'm definitely gone this time. Good luck. And we went the same way again. And they went to get into the lift. And I was there, right, I'll go down the stairs. At least I'll fucking not be looking him in the face. Just pure awkwardness. So I went down the stairs. And then I, oh, my fucking phone. So I went back to get in the lift. And the lift opened. And I'm standing there. How's <laughs> it going? I'm just forgot my phone. I think I left it in the Brendan Smith. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Google open with pictures oh, of the whole team just sitting there. PJ like, oh yeah. It is yeah. weird though. This is weird, isn't it? This is like this. So yeah. we, if you ever watch my snaps or my Instagram, sometime PJ bothers his arse in the middle when we're recording to For try and sake, do something. Like. And uh, one job. And uh, <laughs> so that's what that's. What, but we in Headstuff where we record, it's it's what can I be described as a fairly creepy room. Now, in fairness, Alan from Headstuff has kind of done it up and painted it, but initially, wasn't it? We kind of just walked in together. We were like. Is this the right place? We're like, yeah. And then we just kind of sat down and said nothing. And PJ was like, this place is really creepy. And I was like, the microphones are on. Alan can hear you next door. And he was like, fuck, okay. Um, so this is, so to be in front of people recording your podcast, even though we said we do it loads of times, it's kind of like you do this all the time. And do you remember you used to lie to RTE to say you were nervous to That's get that show? No, it is, right? Here's, here's the general deal on that, right? So PJ, did anybody see that show that PJ did that he was like, oh, I'm terrified going on stage? And they put him through like a series of psychological assessments. It's not even and the fucking truth. I was, I was genuinely shit myself was, for 20 years. It was, camera had things that really gone down on the whole naked camera thing and people had forgotten who he was so he was like how do I get back on telly and then he went tell you what I'll pitch this idea that I'm nervous of uh, of going on telly so that's what he did and they made a whole show about him being like fake nervous that's fucking unreal I was genuinely shitting myself for 20 years I gave up stand up for a couple of years look at you which I would have made more money doing the fucking gigs like, RTE don't exactly pay you a lot for shitting yourself. Like, RTE, they pay you with a slice of bread and a fucking bunch of butter tokens. And he drives a Lamborghini. And then, but the oh, have you seen the new secret producer in RTE as well, by the way? Have you seen him? Yeah, I know. Or her. Who's or, to say? Ah, it's a fella. Gender equality, people. No, it's Gender definitely equality. a fella. It's definitely a fella. I it's too much fucking... Yeah, yeah. It's too much of that. Yeah. 
Your man's a fucking cock as well. For those of you that don't know, have you seen it? It's like this new Twitter account that started with somebody who's a producer in RTE dishing all the dirt. Oh, it's good. It's fucking great. It's good. Crack. It's all about the policies of RTE and why PJ had to lie to get the show and how he got the show as well. But you know what the best thing about that is, is that if anybody ever asked me, because if you, like today I happened coming into town, I stupidly said to the taxi man, he was like, who's playing tonight in the Sugar Club? And I had notions and I went, me. And he, he genuinely went like this. <laughs> And I went, with PJ Gallery, he goes, the comedian. And I was like, yeah. So then he, of course, asks all the questions about you and what your deal is. And are you sound? No, he's not. Is he really scared of performing? No, he's not. So I tell people that. So it's become a rumor. Like, the truth is he was afraid. But the rumor and the fakeness of it is actually much better. But I told you, did I tell you about the rumor I spread it about Room to Improve? Yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. Loved it. Do you ever watch Room to Improve? <laughs> Oh, did you see the one where they built? It was it was in my area in Temple Oak, and they he had it. He was mad into Superman. Did you see him? He was a fireman. He was lacking on personality, but he had a dog called Clark. And they met, you'd love this actually. You're a weirdo. You do this in your gaff. He built a whole house for the dog. Did you see that? He built a whole house inside his house for the dog. So Clark had his own house, and you know, Sounds within fucking the, brilliant. Yeah, you see, you get it. So anyway, but they had a falling out with the neighbors about a bit of like something was a bit too high, but you didn't see that on the show. So then I spread the rumor, which somebody told me two weeks ago, that Clark, the dog, died. Yeah, the neighbor poisoned him. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, where's the satisfaction in that anyway? It came back a year later. Someone went, oh my God, did you see that room to improve from Temple Oak? I was like, yeah. And they're like, did you hear about the dog? I was like, no, what happened? They were like, poisoned by the neighbors, like bastards. See, this is bastards. the fucking... This is the workings of a psychopath. Do you know what I mean? This is the fucking thing. Because most of us, you play a joke on someone, and at the end of it, you go, there's a punchline. It's like, ha, they go, oh, you fucker, you had me. She's just fucking, yeah, they all died. <laughs> the dog died. He He's got fucking AIDS, and he died. Poisoned. Uh, a poison. He said he was poisoned. He got, someone fed him AIDS, and he died. The neighbor poisoned him. <laughs> it's a great rumor. It's so... It's no punchline. It's just as horrible as... That's just PJ a horrible PJ lied, song. the dog died. Ta-da! <laughs> Fucking I think horrible they're story. as good as any. There you go. And there's one other freak clapping for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck that dog. With a bit of luck, he is fucking dead. Nothing I hate more than some happy bastard with a dog. Has a better house than me. Yeah, the weirdo taxi was like, oh, what, what kind of dog does he have? I was like... And Lilo and Stitch, I don't know. And he's like, Is that what they're called? I was like, No, it's what I call them. He's like, What are they actually called? I was like, One of them's definitely called Lilo. What kind of dog? I'm like, Honestly, like, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I've never seen your dogs other than the pictures you <laughs> This show. is where she just goes, They're dead. They fucking they died. died. They're poisoned. I dead. swear, this close. The two dogs were this poisoned. Close. <laughs> really sorry for his loss. He's going through a tragedy at the moment. What happened to dogs died? <laughs> yeah, I have to true. say, by the way, I know we, uh, we're supposed to be like sort of sticking to the point on a lot sorry. of this shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I actually wrote notes uh, for the first time. I'm in this fucking podcast. I didn't delete my notes before it started. Look. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I wrote them down as a backup for him because, let's face it, he was totally going to delete them. I meant to say, because uh, yeah, this is what I had to go and do a medical for the fucking, uh, for the, I'm do, doing the show The Young Offenders. Huh? Did I get a finger up my bum? Is that the first question you're asking? That's a podcast huh? listener right there. A finger on me hole. Yeah, I do, yeah. It's amazing. That's why it? he goes to the doctor. This is why we do... This is <laughs> the lonely nights. They're the longest. Hello, Dr. Byrne, BJ Galler. I've been 11 o'clock. <laughs> this is not the story I was going to tell. But, Sorry. But uh, do you know something? It does piss me off. Like, I'm, I'm fucked that doctor story. This is the better one. Because it is true. Every time I go to the doctor now, because I'm 42 years old, they just shove something up me fucking arse for now. And like, it gets to the stage, it doesn't even matter what's wrong with you. I've a, a sore ear. Well, we better rule up your whole day. Just an old 10 minute rule around your arse until we find a lump or something. We'll just keep poking you till you have to shite all over me hand and then I look at it like it's your fault. You're like, fucking. Aah! I go to a dentist now. He said, Well, we better have a quick look up your fucking hole. Quick look. We're gonna root up your fucking ass because you can never be too sure that your age, you old bastard. It's like, it fucking, 
It's just this awful thing. I don't know what the fuck happened. And it's just, it's terrible. I remember, I remember my dad saying to me, he warned me, he was there going, I'm telling you, you're going to get to an age where you'll never trust a fart, you'll never waste a horn, and you'll never pass a toilet. And he was right. Get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking right though. We need that on a t-shirt. Yeah, no, I'll get the have notions one. You get the other one. Never, pa- never waste a horn. Never pass a. Never waste a horn. Never pass a toilet. What was the other one? Never trust never a fart. Trust fart yeah. Jeez, I learned that the hard way as well. <laughs> After a prostate exam, obviously. And that's why you have a glint <laughs> in your eye. Because <laughs> did I tell you that story before? Because I was given out. I've been doing it in my stand-up. I've been giving out about Neve Marr, who's a friend of mine. Because women too give you this shit, like you have no idea what it's like walking around with a box of magic between your legs and... You know know all this, once a month, like songs come out of your arse and all this, whatever. And then, because I was telling you this before... It's a fucking miracle you get dressed in the morning. Like (laughs) a fucking... Like honestly, like, people wonder how this works. Like, it's as honestly like I guide you through life sometimes because you just sit there and I just go, there he goes again. Yeah, well. Go on anyway, sorry. I don't, I don't know what Mara I was saying. Oh, yeah. Saying, yeah. <laughs> I'll guide you back, don't worry. Because she, <laughs> she was saying to me about when you go and you get a prostate exam, I was saying I had to get another prostate exam. And she was like, I just don't understand how they get their finger in the hole, was what she was saying. I was like, well, what do you mean? They just, he just shoves his finger in the fucking hole is what he does. It's not like he lights candles, puts on some music. You know, we start kissing, eventually I'm cancer free. Like it's a fucking it's no, a that fucking he rams his Terry. finger in the fucking hole. That's it, that's what happens. You grin and bear it. And then she goes, But the hole is so small. And that's when I realized she thought I was standing in front of the doctor and he was ramming his finger down the front of me cock. So that's just like like, I thought we'd be just looking at each other in the eyes, and he's like, so you're not doing much on the telly anymore. No! No, I'm not doing much on the telly. That brings you back to that. Remember in school, they taught you, like, way back when, when they really should have been teaching it, in because you were heading over to your community, you know, the no feelings. Do you remember that in school? Did anybody learn that in school? The yes feelings and the no feelings? Like, no. Like, oh, did you not learn that in school? No, they probably didn't teach you that in school, to be fair. Um, it was just about yes, but that, that would be a no feeling, definitely. If someone puts their finger down your mickey, that is a no feeling. That's, that's where you go to a grown-up. Just everybody write that down. You go to a grown-up or you go to a peer or someone that you trust. And you tell them that that is a no feeling. What's this? I've never heard about this fucking yes and no. You just never do this. Like, sorry, genuine, did nobody do this in school? You did in school, you did in school, yeah. So what? A priest comes in and says, No, what's that? He he grabs you by the tit. It's in school. No. Jesus. Fucking, they never fucking say yes. (laughs) It's no wonder I'm riding young lads. This is a fucking disaster. And that is exactly what happens. <laughs> oh, fuck. Cut that out, will you? That's disgraceful. <laughs> but what, I don't get the yes or no. They just walk in and say fucking uh, no, yes. What they do shit to you and you say yes or no. No, it's an activity workbook, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. It's a workbook. It was also a workbook. Yeah, I'm right. So, so what do you do? You practice on no, yourself? So they sh- <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you would have got a fucking A, wouldn't you? <laughs> Oh, PJ Gallagher, top of the class for once. You're shit at everything else, but look at you. You will go far. Um, no, it was to show about to be safe and about consent and about sexual consent and all that kind of thing for kids so they were aware that, you know, if your uncle, for instance, not saying any of your uncles would, but if uncle Jeez. puts you in the bath and he, yeah, he felt your you uncle, in a Who broken. said Uncle PJ? That's fucking terrible. It's the hair. How the fuck did I get implicated in Peter? I'm asking a fucking question. I'm not asking for instructions on how to fucking touch somebody up. Yeah. I'm asking what happened in her school. I'm hoping that she was all right after it. It's not a guide. It was a workbook. Um, But yeah, so it was just to show you. This is a fucking dark podcast all of a sudden, isn't it? This is is probably why we shouldn't do the podcast live. (laughs) It's really gone down a road, hasn't it? <laughs> um, no, anyway, look, it, it was to show you pictures that if, you know, you were touched inappropriate, that's a no feeling. But if daddy puts you in the bath and he washes your hair and everything's fine, then that's a yes feeling. So it's to show you it's really... But we and my friends have spent our entire lives now going, like, if you see somebody, like, oh, that's a no feeling right there. Pretty much just your life. No feeling. <laughs>
Or the man driving you later on. Oh, God, yeah, the man driving me. Is this a yes or a no feeling? <laughs> the, back, the back of the car. <laughs> I wrote no, no oh, down. Oh, Jesus don't worry. Christ. Oh, here. So uh, it's not really an animal fact, right? So I was talking about dogs earlier on. Go on. <laughs> okay, because I have some. I think I actually have some. Do you have, have any animal facts? I might I, do. I did say to you to get, if anybody has any animal facts, they can tell us. Oh, where well. I might do. Hold on a minute. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. <laughs> I have no more yeah. to do. I'm gone. And to think, like, we just sat there one day and he did that shit and I went, we might cut that out. <laughs> so here is an animal fact. Gorillas are the only animal that can catch a human cold or a flu. Isn't that fucking great? You can catch it off you. So you can literally walk into a gorilla's gaff and you can get the fuck out now. <laughs> oh, fuck, you shouldn't come into work if you're sick because I'll be so, every gorilla in here be bucked after it, yeah? Huh? Keep it to yourself. I'm not, yeah, I will, geez, of course I will. This is the weirdest heckles ever. I know. <laughs> but Cops gorillas get human flu, so a gorilla can genuinely have like a proper, I don't know why I think that's kind of very funny. It's just there's something so human about gorillas anyway. You can imagine them like, they, gorilla looks I, you like. I know, he'd be angry, like he'd just be real like, don't talk to me about the walls. <laughs> Rubbing his nose and all. I told you about the gorilla story I was doing in my stand-up and all anyway, didn't I? Because you know, did I tell that in the podcast? About Coco the gorilla? Did I tell that story, yeah? Like, I do this every week, and I'm kind of sitting there going... Because I never oh, fucking remember. We go through so much of this shit, and I never remember what I told you. No, no that's just the gorilla the having a wank. Is the no, the gorilla in the zoo, the one that they shot. Oh, no, they didn't shoot it. That was no. the Kinnahan's. <laughs> <laughs> that was the monk. A gorilla no. got caught in the crossfire because he looked exactly like the monk. Now I'm in fucking trouble. Now I'm in trouble. You can slag all the coppers and fathers and all you want, but... Take that out. Take that out. Because if you know the way if they get it wrong, I'd be the one they'd fucking hit, like, not him. So. No, but you know the other story? Because there's this story, it's the, based on the... It was in the National Geographic years ago. Oh, well, then it's fact. It is fucking fact. It's a true story. It is a fucking fact. You read fact. it, though, so... I'm fucking telling you it's a true story. So this, it, never, Listen, don't listen to it for a fucking minute, Ish. right? So there's this woman, and she was working with gorillas for 10 years, right? 10 years. Like, did I tell you this? She was working, and she was teaching them fucking how to speak, like sign language. They obviously weren't sitting having a chat, right? How to right? sign or how to speak? No, like sign language. Like, she was like, fucking, what's the crack? And the gorilla's like, oh, it's fucking grand, whatever. And then, you know, yeah, are you hungry, rubbing the belly? And the gorilla's like, I'm fucking starving. Whatever, right? And then... <laughs> On one day, the gorilla goes, I'm lonely, right? This fucking, you know, points at his heart and does the whole, I'm lonely, with the big sad head in him. And they're like, holy fuck, complex human emotion from a bleeding gorilla, right? Pretty big deal. So she's like, fuck me, right? Fuck me. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going. <laughs> Probably doing a sign language story on a podcast isn't the best idea I've ever had. <laughs> so she's like, literally, fucking fuck me. Tomorrow, I'm going to get you a friend, right? And she says, was, right... Sorry, what was, I missed what was friend. A friend. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm going to get you a friend, right? And the cat is going, I can't wait to see me friend, right? The cat? The cat, right? And then she says, so the cat... So, no, oh, sorry, the, the gorilla. fucking gorilla. <laughs> Can I just point out, I just go back... I, I went to a do. bit too far, right? So the fucking... This is fact, by the way, fact. The fucking... It is a factual story. Just because yeah. I'm getting it the wrong way fucking round doesn't take away from the truth of it, right? So it she says to the gorilla, right, I'm going to get you a cat. So the gorilla says, I can't wait for the cat, right? Be me friend. So... So she goes to the fucking pet shop. She says, I need a cat for the gorilla. Your man goes, what the f She's his force of habit, right? <laughs> and I don't know. This is a fucking fact. That's all I know. Right? So she gets the cat, brings it back to the gorilla. The gorilla sees the cat and the fucking, they're great friends, right? 
And then um, she, she like, they're getting on together for weeks, right? And then she, this is 10 years later, then she, at this stage, the gorilla has a thousand words, right? Over 10 years, the gorilla Sorry, has. just to reiterate again, words are signs. Signs, signs of words. Like, it's okay. the same fucking thing. I'm just, like, just want to get it right with the Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> I think we all do, because it's yeah. a factual story. So there's a thousand words, right? And then what, she leaves the gorilla and the cat together every night. They're fucking best of buds. And then one day she comes back, and the gorilla's after going fucking mad, smashing the windows, bending the bars, does a shite on the floor, the whole lot. And she looks at the gorilla and goes, what the fuck did you do? And the gorilla said, the cat did it. <laughs> and that's a fucking true story. That's yeah. a fucking true story. Yeah. And the thing, <laughs> it is actually mm-hmm. fucking true. And mm-hmm. that was when they started to go, I don't know if this gorilla knows what she's fucking talking about, right? <laughs> but I thought, <laughs> but what struck me as mad was, imagine how much you'd feel you spend 10 years teaching a fucking gorilla how to speak, and then it turns out he's a lion cunt. You'd be like, this is fucking, you'd be like, <laughs> like I fucking hate this animal. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of animal. <laughs> yeah, this is she. You know what she do? Eat the fucking thing. Uh, Meats, meat. Um, in fairness, I've that's been, a, that's I've one been, animal fact. Sorry. Can I tell you my my animal that I found that yeah. I absolutely love? Yes. Like this is it now. It's done. I know. I I, I actually it's numerous animals. So you know the way I get invited to things, not so much. I never get invited. Um, fuck off. One of PJ's favorite places in all of Dublin. It's the zoo. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. It's the zoo. I got invited to the zoo. Yeah, of course you When it was did. closed. Nobody there. Nobody there. Got invited to go and see. There's a new thing that's opening. Yes. You keep giving all my answers away. Um, How do you know this shit? She's in my mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so basically, the zoo, all... This isn't an endorsement, by the way. I just loved it. Uh, yeah, hashtag spawn Jesus. We wanted those influencers to up the walls. 39 of them under investigation at the moment. Fair, they're right, though. The money they're making. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, so I went in, and I was like... I was We're like, going back to that. <laughs> so uh, I went in, and it's... You want to see this? If you had got invited, you would have loved it. Um, it's called... Wild lights at Dublin Zoo, right? And there's every animal imaginable made out of lanterns. They're not real. They're incredible. So I've now decided that, that if my like kids, a zoo, no, if my kids ever say, I want, I want an animal, I'm very happy for them to have a lantern panda or a little lantern peacock or, you know, that's just doesn't do anything. Just lights up. And so that's, my, that's it now. So you I'm saw so, no animals in the zoo? No, I did actually see animals because, but this is going to go on over Christmas and Halloween and all that. It's sad, like it is deadly, by the way. It's absolutely savage. Like it's off the charts. But it was night, like they brought us out and it was dark. So I'm standing there and we're chatting away, chatting away to one of the PR girls and chatting away to one of the girls that works in the zoo. And I, like it kind of got a bit cold. I'm standing there and I was like, um, just a question. She's like, and I was like, oh, what is that noise? She's like, that's the wolves. I'm like, oh, what means the wolves? She's like, oh, they just howl because they kind of get, get a bit agitated at this hour of the night. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here then? Like, they're literally over there. And she just looks, she's really like, don't worry, like, they don't let them out that often. I'm like, you fucking show them out. I'm fucking gone. So yeah, so I'm now, I'm, I'm highly invested in it. And you know how I, I am about animals, but yeah, a lantern yeah, one. So you walk around the zoo is like looking at a fucking menu, basically. you like, uh, <laughs> never tasted a red panda before. No, I haven't actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't you know, say I, that like it's a bad, like this me thing, he keeps going on about this me thing, like it's a bad. So if any of you are new to the podcast and you don't know what happened, when PJ and I started doing the podcast together, basically he had nothing going on in his life and then I've contributed hugely to it in the past two years, right? He was all like, oh, I don't eat meat. He was on like the front cover of like, well, he wasn't even a vegan. He was on the front cover of Vegan magazine. I was like, liar, liar, pants and fire. That was some militant vegan fucker that took me picture. And put That's me what on he the said, I heard they gave like, him five uh, grand. Fucking, he's one, it was one of them type of lads who has sheep living in the attic that he's rescued from farms. You know, these fucking mad bastards. Uh, and he took me picture and put me on the front of a magazine as like, you know, a symbol of vegetarianism. A veganism, you're not even a vegan. Fucking, this sausage pusher was... <laughs> Was hanging that out with me the wrong. whole time. That's <laughs> how it sounds. 
be fair, that's not what I am. Uh, I like meat. So PJ was all like, I'm not, you know, I don't eat meat. And then as the podcast continued and continued, I would talk about different types of meat. You'll know if you go back to the first 20 or five episodes or so. And I was like, have you ever had a steak? And he's like, I mean, a problem. I was like, oh man, steaks off the chair. Like, just, just life changer. Super good sausages. Have you ever had one of those? He's like, and I could see him. I could see, I had him. I, yeah, knew I had it. one of them. And then literally it all changed. Then he became an animal. I didn't eater, not a lover. Eater. Animal I still eater. loved them. I just loved them in a very different way. Oh, between soft buns. Uh, yeah, I do, and I sauce do. Sauce all over. There's somebody legging it now. Look, you've upset somebody now already. I'm sorry. She's going out. She's look, a vegetarian. She just knows we have a fucking thing of sandwiches out the back now. Yeah. It's made hungry. <laughs> meat sandwiches, definitely meat sandwiches. Anyway, that that was my animal fact. So yeah. What? That I liked them. Eat no, them. that I'm delighted with those animals. In They're, the zoo. That's the fact. Animals that aren't animals. Yeah, they are animals. They're made out of lanterns. You say that like they're not animals, it's lanterns. They're animal shapes. That's, That's like oh saying I have a bowl of animals and it's fucking it? spaghetti hoops. Sorry, you know hang I mean? on a second. <laughs> my pronunciation is being pulled up on by the gentleman here. I said, is, it's, is it, it's lantern. Lantern, lantern. Cork. Lantern, I mean. like a mandarin. This is a I've never, I didn't realise you just came here for a fucking row. This is the most amazing thing. As soon as we started this podcast, it was like, I'm going to show these pricks a thing I fucking do. Uh, everything else is like lantern, lantern, lantern. Anyway. A lantern. A lantern. It's not a fucking lantern. I. A lantern is three syllables. A lantern. He's saying it's a lantern. He's oh, saying fuck, lantern. I don't know. Let's see. What are you saying? Badges. <laughs> right. Yeah, we do have buttons. We got the uh, Dublin podcast badges, but we're down to how many? 50 of them? Well, no. Because she fucking fucked herself big time. She says, I'll post oh. them out to anybody that wants them. Didn't realise sending them most of them out to England where they went. It was going to cost you how much an envelope? It's like fucking a euro, an envelope. So it's like a euro. Oh, so it's to cost 60 quid or something to send them out already. But we've got 50 left. Uh, I'm not sure how we're going to disperse these. Because there's more than 50 people in the room. A no, gushy, not too gushy. <laughs> Tell you what, considering you just fucking sold me down the river, you figure out how the that fuck I'm going to get one. That was a great thing at school. Do you remember that? The gushy. It didn't even matter what it was. Anything. A marble. Gushy. Lads pulling each other's hair and Mickey's off. And fucking patches taking out. Lad, you remember the way it was like a bald lad when you were 12 in school? Because he was doing too many gushies and his hair got pulled out and it never grew back. But he was there, fuck it, don't care. One, two steelies. It was worth it. <laughs> I was water. Whoever's head water. of health and safety in the sugar club is sitting there going, don't do a fucking gushy, don't do a fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. gushy. Actually, yeah, that's we'll right. We'll we will figure it out, but you can all get one. Actually, speaking of the badges, so last week on the podcast, we talked about clowns and somebody was like, oh, I'm going to come in the front row and be a clown. Fuck off. Um, and, I, and I was really didn't want to talk about it because genuinely people think it's that, ha, 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 a picture of a clown. It's not fucking funny, right? So most of Wednesday, I didn't go onto my Twitter account because I was like, so anyway, it had all calmed down. And yes, there was a couple of dickheads who sent me pictures of clowns. I was like, right, I'm not talking to them. But literally, <laughs> Saturday night, got into bed, delighted with life, put my head down and literally just had a quick look at Twitter before I was, and Mike will be listening to the podcast now, pissing himself laughing, sent me like the most terrifying picture of a clown, right? So I was like, then went onto the Dublin Twitter and went, I can't go back to my Twitter account now because Mike hilariously has sent me a picture of a clown. It's not funny. So anyway, long story short, he took it away and was like, you know, it was just a joke. I'm sorry. And I was like, that's fine. And then was real passive aggressive. And still haven't got my fucking badge though. I was like, Mike... To be honest, Mike, you're not top of my list at the moment. <laughs> but there's a lot that have to go to the UK. So like, you haven't got to see it yet then? No. I feel that that's a really stupid question, though. Well, it's a fucking good question. I might get you over your fear, clowns. I mean, it's totally... Well, it's fairness, literally we spent a lot of therapy. time together. Has anyone here seen the movie yet? Did you like it? Yeah. I thought it was... Who said it's terrible? I thought it was fucking great. Look at the silence. It's like... Why is he getting serious on us? I was like, I they think we're going to start talking about George Hook now in a second. I was like, fuck that. We're not doing that again. We're not talking about George <laughs> Hook again. No, no, no. We won't be serious tonight. But I did think it was a really good movie. It's just the only... I love horror films, right? It's coming up to Halloween, so I'm... Oh, like, no. Hang on a second. What? We're not going to talk about cinema, are we? No, no. I'm going to talk about Halloween. Oh, that's okay. And, and horror films. Oh, that's okay. No, just because, you know, with the cinema. What do you mean? What's wrong? Oh, yeah. No, no fuck. Don't. No, no, we no. We won't talk. Jesus you know how angry Christ. you get. Have you heard cinema. about me giving up the cinema last week, you know? 
Yeah, do you, but you know what I'm talking about, loud snacks, right? Yeah, most people should be fucking executed. Like, not even executed, actually. I just think, but like I said, I stand by it. Bring back corporal punishment for noisy fucking eaters. Stick them out at the central bank and nothing too bad. Yeah, well then, then put her in the stocks. We all give her a fucking wedgie outside central bank. And then, one, the, and then after a couple of days, he let them out. They've learned their lesson. I just think it's fucking... But anyway, I saw it, and I have to say, I'm a big horror film fan, right? I love horror films. I fucking love horror, horror movies. And I thought it was pretty good, but the horror movies, I don't know if you agree with me or not, they've kind of... They're not spooky anymore. They're kind of all CGI. So now it's like a bunch of nerds going, look how much we can make the clown's fucking head spin around. Like, remember when you didn't see anything? It was just some freaky fucking bitch with a cat and a fucking dagger walking around the house going... <laughs> And just then you just hear a noise of and you couldn't sleep for a month. Yep. You know that shit. Those are the movies. Like the first, I remember when I was young, uh, I'd watch a horror movie. And uh, I, when I was young, fuck me, I was about twenty-four. Ago. I was <laughs> All right. And I was living in my mass. I watched this movie, Candyman. Do you remember Candyman? Oh, fuck and me. And you know that bit. You know that bit where, the, where he opens his mouth and all the bees come out of his mouth. I ran down to my man in the kitchen and I was standing next to her like that. And she's like, "The fuck do you want?" I'm like, "Nothing." Like, it's fucking three o'clock in the afternoon. Do you know what I mean? I said, what, what are you doing? I'm just fucking saying, how are you? <laughs> it's like, what do you mean, how am I? I'm just fucking saying, if you don't want company, you don't want company, fucking I'll go out then. But I'm still not going anywhere because I was afraid. I'm like, I used to be terrified of horror movies. I used to be terrified of them, right? And uh, we went to see The Sixth Sense years ago, which isn't even technically a no, horror No, that's film. a good, that's a good, th- was that thriller? Uh, More thriller? But you know the part where he, they're in a tent in the house or something. And then you, you, this girl comes in and she goes to get sick and the back of her fucking head oh, is missing. Yeah. Right? I'm sitting there with be large popcorn and coke <laughs> in the cinema, right? And I'm looking quietly. at it and I'm already, I'm not happy, right? I'm not fucking happy with not the way liking. this is going. There's dead fuckers talking and all. I'm not into it, right? And like, when they first invented television, my granddad couldn't watch it, right? Because he's like, look at them. Those people are fucking dead. And they're walking around talking on the television. Walking and talking dead people. This is a fucking disgrace, right? So there was probably a bit of that in my head. Uh, and I'm watching this, and there's all these dead fuckers walking around. And then she comes in, gets sick, right? And I stood up and went, ah! And I cut my friend, Jerry, started pulling me into the seat going, sit down, will you? Sit down, you maniac. And I got so nervous, I went over the back six rows. Like, I walked over them. Right? Walked over six rows of people, bought a popcorn in the lobby, and sat eating it in the car on my own. I was just sitting there going, so fucking scariest thing I ever saw in my life. The thing is, that's only about 40 minutes into the movie. I had to sit there for about an hour. Waiting for the lads to come out into me popcorn. I scared the shit out of myself. So I'm kind of, I'm into horror movies and Halloween now because I'm over it. You know what I mean? I get to sort of celebrate that I'm not a chickeny shit little anymore. Do you know mm, that way? Debatable. Um, <laughs> I just think the irony of that is that you climbed over like six things of chairs, caused murder in the cinema, and you have the fucking audacity for someone like trying to have a little drink behind you. Fire! You yeah, got a drink in the cinema, it's a quiet. <laughs> PJ sitting there going, <laughs> No, but it's the fucking nutter. <laughs> you know, That's like because you don't go to the cinema with anyone, you go by yourself. So you're just aggro and upset because you're by yourself. They ask very That's fucking little of you. Sit down, shut the fuck up and watch the movie. What the fuck? It's not something you share. Shut the fuck up is not a sharing thing. Do you know what I mean? You're there to shut the fuck up and watch the fucking movie. And then you can go to, you can talk to anyone you want about it. That's all that's fucking asked of you. Sit down, shut the fuck up. And then people go on dates and sit there fucking feeling each other and trying to make conversation and fucking sharing crisps. Fuck off with your crisps. I'm trying to watch the fucking movie. They put millions and millions of fucking dollars into this so your commentary would be fucking irrelevant. But no, you have to come in with horny fucking Harry and sit there and let and natter shit to each other. Fucking go to the fucking zoo. That's what it's there for. I don't think View Cinemas will ever sponsor a podcast then. No, they but won't. Folks. I don't want the cinema to sponsor a podcast. Fuck off. <laughs> Leave us alone. You have to upset me. Did you see today as well? There was a haul. 850,000 euros worth of drugs, right? Where? Um, uh, uh, somewhere in Dublin. Can't remember where. No, I'm just asking. 850,000 euros worth of drugs. But the drugs, Viagra, steroids, and... Uh, yeah. Oh, you'd be into that. Yeah. Both counts. I'd fucking love to have found them. 
I mean, I genuinely would love to have so found out. pump you up, as it I, were. Imagine 850. Yeah. Every time I would be delighted with me. I, you'd see, I'd have veins coming out of my neck and a horn on me that she could break the table with. I'd be absolutely delighted with me. It just shows, isn't it? That's what the, the, the drug generation are getting that little bit older. So you're not, we're not taking cocaine, not taking pills, not taking acid. We're going, do you know what I need now? I don't need to be out of my mind. Some muscles and an old hard Mickey. <laughs> muscles and a Mickey I can rely on. <laughs> that's what you want. You know what I mean? That seems fair enough. I think that's fair enough. I'd be into it. I mean, what a find! Eight hundred and fifty. They probably found PJ's two million. Only the guards are after yeah. whacking it into themselves. Half <laughs> <laughs> the guards are walking around. There was, we only, I don't know where the rest of us went. <laughs> Hanging their hats on their flutes, walking. Around. Uh, oh, but antibiotics was the other one that was found. Antibiotics. That was a weird one in there. Really? In that mix, yeah. Antibiotics. Yeah, no. Steroids. Steroids, Viagra, Viagra and antibiotics. antibiotics. Yeah, they found. Yeah. In a drugs hall. In a drugs hall, nearly a million quid's worth. Yeah, eight hundred. Well, eight hundred and fifty fucking thousands quid. So, worth. if you manage to get like your hands on, figure out where any of that's gone, you know the way you'd be onto like your guard mates going because you know you're going to take steroids. I would love. I don't know where to get steroids. I would take steroids. I'm like I've said it a million times. I'm all for drugs in sport. Yeah. Uh, It'd be oh, fair oh, to everybody. Like, I'm 100% for it. You're not going to stop it, well, so let's indulge it. Like, let's fucking have, like, women turn up for the 100-meter sprint with fucking cocks down to their legs <laughs> and fucking picking lads up and fucking playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Boxers Icarus. that literally take each other's fucking heads off. Be the Olympic Games would be amazing. Cyclists that pass out the motorbike cavalcade. <laughs> Have them fucking going for it. Swim after swimming races so fast they have to refill the fucking pool after it. Like, I mean, who, the f- who doesn't want to see it? And then, I, it's cheating. I don't give a fuck. It's entertaining. It's unbelievably entertaining. And then make them actually take Viagra as well because then it's like a handicap. So, so you've got all this performance-enhancing stuff on a huge flute that you can't fucking get rid of. Not <laughs> if you're swimming, you could use it as a fin, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the backstroke. <laughs> it'd be like the Icarus games. We talked about that last week on Netflix. The little Icarus. It'd be like the Icarus games. Yeah, did you see that documentary? Did anybody else watch this? Fucking amazing. God, oh, they're so because good. We at can't, because again, because it's been recorded, and if you haven't seen it, you don't want to give it away. But it is something that PJ is heavily looking into at the moment. So the next, be- the well, next like time we do a live podcast, he'll come out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It'll be so obvious <laughs> if I tanned. take them though, because they'll be doing the whole, you know what I mean? Like you know, take one of these in the morning, and then take one of those in the afternoon. I'll be there going, sure, fuck, I can get them all over and done with today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there sitting. <laughs> That's the great thing about you, because you know what? It's really funny, because t- Lainey Gaffney tweeted me. Hello. Because uh, you tweeted it, and you were saying about, like, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know on Dublin that PJ really, like, really commits to something and then just fucking drops it. So, he, yeah, so currently at the moment, he's trying to be a fucking lifeguard. Uh, he's uh, the RNLI. But the RNLI, and yeah. I, saw, I actually sent him a message the other day because I saw his mates that he also dropped the blood bikes. He was like, oh, you're not cool anymore. You're out of vogue. Gone. That's not what happened. That's, That's not fact. what happened. That is a fact. But uh, you, you, he said, yeah. And then his bike got robbed. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. That. Yeah. It's called what? payback, bitch. What? They actually did me a favour, those fucking knackers did, man, because they took me bike... And then whoever nicked me bike then, I went to the insurance company and without even asking, they gave me like a grand more than it was worth at least. I'm glad so, you put that into audio so, um, so they know Next that time my bike was robbed, it probably wasn't robbed. <laughs> <laughs> next time it probably just disappeared somewhere and might return after a few years. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> May. Yeah. Yeah. My arse is still butchered off the new bike actually, by the way. It's awful, isn't it? Steroids. Anyway, See? There's a man that knows. Don't get a new bike. Take steroids. Don't soften the bike. Harden your hole. Be laughing. Get that's that on the t-shirt do. as well. That's the fucking right way to think. See? That's thinking outside the box. That's the sort of shit that I love. Most people would say, this is not adequate. This is not functional. It's not suited for my life. I would just go, yep. No, it's not the new bike. I need a new arse and I'm going to work on it. Makes sense. Um, back to you and your fads. So you know the way you're going through this kind of trying to be a lifeguard seaman, whatever it is that you're doing at the moment. Uh, <laughs> seaman. 
don't know. Seaman. I like saying it. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to be a lifeboatman. That's what I'm trying to trying. do. Trying. Yeah, trying. Operative word there. He hasn't even got his own wellies yet. They haven't accepted him until he gets, until he arrives into the podcast with a pair of yellow fucking wellies. You're no one. <laughs> <laughs> when you come in on the yellow wellies, oh no, that's it. He's gonna drop that in about two weeks. He's go, yeah. He got the wellies. He'd be like, you know, the way, you know those people. Who, I actually used to do this. It was like, ma'am, I've decided. I think I want to be an Irish dancer. She's like, no worries, Susie. I'm like, okay, well, I'll need the full outfit because I can't arrive. You know, like a muggle, they'll spot that I've never been in my life before. So I would arrive, and then I'd see like that you'd have to really commit to it. And I go, oh, no, ma'am, I don't want to go next week. Someone give me a weird look, and that would be it. So I'd have the costume, like you, Mr. Ben, costumes. Um, <laughs> But speaking of costumes, because oh, lady... And then suddenly from nowhere, the shopkeeper appears. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you want to be this? today, PJ? <laughs> Life boat man? Seema? <laughs> <laughs> Step onto my ship. <laughs> it's your life, actually. Um, but there, you were asking about the trumpet. Because remember, he went through a fad that he wanted to play the trumpet. Yeah. But in my defence, I wanted to play the trumpet, but that is so fucking loud. Like, and It's so fucking loud. So I'm, I'm like, and I really try. I, I There's always an excuse, by the way. Yeah, there is you know, it's a fucking valid excuse. I live in a fucking flat, right? And then there's like, and there's people here and here, and then I'm like in the mirror. And then I realized I couldn't play there, and I had to go to the beach with my dogs to play it. So practice, right? And I'm getting out of the van, and my dogs are running around, and then like I'm fucking on the sketch, like walking into the dunes. Making sure no one's around, because you look like a fucking weirdo, right? I have two dogs, I'm in my shorts, and then I'm pulling a trumpet out from under my jumper. And I was sitting there going... Bruh, 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 bruh. And then I looked around, and there was a man standing, and went, I'm not doing this anymore, this is fucking shit. I just felt ridiculous, I just felt stupid. At least like problem. being a lifeboat person, you know. You're, you have commitment issues. I, I do have, yeah, okay, maybe I fucking do have commitment but issues. I'm but I'm excited for, things. I'm excited for your next venture into Mr. Ben's wardrobe and what you're going to come out with next. Because <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's just fodder for the podcast. So it means every week I don't really know what PJ's going to be. He's like, this week I'm going to be a lifeboat. <laughs> 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 next week, I don't know. Yeah, it's true though. Yeah, it's You great. need to have a long, hard look at yourself. <laughs> But this is like not even a podcast anymore. It's like this intervention. And it's like we've all come here to just say, right, let's say uh, we'll, we're going to have <laughs> so fun, of course, but it. we're going to sort out this fucking Egypt as well. <laughs> but no, seriously, that we were saying a bit earlier on about like it is a bit surreal because it is usually just the two of us in a room talking shite that we're just doing in front of you. So at least you all get to see this. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, right, so... I was a bit nervous about doing it. PJ was grand. You were like, oh, yeah, no, but it was just trying to get him down for it to get a date because he's busy and I'm unemployed. Um, and he still works where I got made redundant. Um, but, uh, it's my fault. But it actually was his fault. My, the money they took off me was to pay that he said, I insist I need that money. <laughs> that I don't feel a damn bit guilty, <laughs> Bill. Do you know what I mean? She went off and had a kid. I mean, who the fuck? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's only enough... It's only enough wages for one person. Let's be honest. Fair enough. <laughs> it isn't true. That's not the truth, by the way. Huh? That's not the truth. Is it? Is it the truth? I mean, uh, yes. Hashtag start the rumor. Oh, this is another. This is like her fucking the dog died rumor. This is all going to come back around. You say rumor. I say <laughs> the truth. Um, but no, seriously, like it was a bit. And then Alan from Headstuff, where we record our podcast, talked about we were supposed to do another uh, live podcast, but he was unavailable as usual um, and then this this came up and we were like look do you know if we sell a couple of tickets it'll be deadly or whatever and then y'all started to tweet and I y'all yeah I said y'all you heard it I said it I'm throwing it down I said y'all um, you all started to tweet and I was like people are actually buying fucking tickets like thanks and then there's like a couple of that are beyond that because then someone tweeted the other night and said they said that they yeah, that they were leaving school. They're a teacher. Oh yeah. They're a teacher, and their friend is a teacher in school. And they said, "We're going to leave school, and we're going to we're going to come to Dublin, and we're going to watch the podcast, and then we're going to you know go back and go to school on Tuesday." And I was like, "This makes no sense. What are you talking about?" And then they went, "We're flying from Manchester to to yeah to go from Manchester to fly over to come and see us us." And then they're getting the fucking first flight back tomorrow to pe teach 
some poor kids after having a night in Dublin, I will just say, please don't go to fucking coppers. Please. Because <laughs> I can't deal with another complaint. <laughs> I just can't deal with it. But yeah, so um, they came from Manchester. So that's Are you here? Up. Where are you? Are you yeah, back there for a play? Somebody else came from the UK as well, did they? Yes, you. A cousin. Are you their cousin? Yes. You're the co oh, okay, so there you go. You, you came as well. I came from the UK. Where in the UK did you come from? I came from Carlisle. I'm from North Dublin. The place you left. The place yeah, I left. Jesus, it's a fucking dig every time. Like every single time tonight, it's been a dig of some sort. I'm from the place you abandoned, shithead. Says the woman who's living in fucking Britain. <laughs> she left for Britain. I'm across the wall. I can see me Masgaff. I can see me Masgaff from where. That's what. That's the point I was trying to make. In the... And you came from Cork. Louise came from Cork. And you came well. from Cork. Oh, sorry, right? Do you know, we're talking about the influencer thing because you know the way, like I am hashtag influencer. Um, <laughs> But uh, so obviously, I've PJ has influenced Louise. That's, that's over there, right? So we talked about dogs, and she went and got a dog. Yeah. No, it doesn't fucking stop there, right? <laughs> I was like, I'll, I can give or take the dog, whatever you want to do in your personal, that's fine or whatever. And then, locked out of her game, sends me a snap two weeks ago in Portugal. I was like, have a wonderful time. Portugal's a great spot, love it. And she was like, hashtag have notions, hashtag PJ's an influencer, with a fucking tattoo on her leg. <laughs> I was like... I'm so happy to be such a bad influence on somebody. I'm like, is, is that like a henna? Is that, does that wash off? She's like, no, it's, it's permanent. It's from PJ's influence. Yes. You can start using hashtag kind of influence. Hashtag fucking weirdo I'll be doing. So what's the tattoo of? What did you Don't fucking show him. It's, you'd have to take your trousers down. What is I know, it I'm not asking to show me. I love you this. Wear. It's like, it's none of your business. Uh, I just wonder, what is it actually of? It's your face. <laughs> my face. Imagine how weird that would be. That's like... I got my dog tattooed with your face. Oh, God, Louise. No one can hear this on the podcast. This is going to be the weirdest moment. Yeah. So she has... Let me just... So it's three yeah. lines, three stars, uh, one really fucked up line because you laughed through the pain. Yeah. And you got a fucked up line because you are fucked up. That's the type of tattoo I can get behind. Do you know what I mean? Like, nobody ever did that in Miami Ink. Do you know what I mean? That's a fucking real tattoo. That's a real tattoo. You know when you watch those fucking shows and some American comes in and goes, I want to get a frog riding on the back of a scorpion because there's this old parable that says, man, it's just who I am. And they both drown in the water and that symbolizes my grandfather who once fucking came on a dog's back as he was fighting in Afghanistan to survive. Like, nobody ever goes in and goes... Do you know something? Give us three lines and fuck one of them up. You know what I mean? I want you to make a bollocks of the one in the middle. Because I'm fucked up and I don't give a shit. So fucking get out the war. Like, the dog is worse than the tattoo. A fucking dog did you get? A fucking chihuahua. Oh, no, Just Louise. Just so people can hear this that aren't in the room. She says she has a golden retriever that's defective, which is what you say about a fucking vase. Uh, a defective... And that you said you're used to because you're used to defective men. This could be the intervention. You're so all right. How do you, come up here. Come up here and tell the story. Come up here. Come on, Louise. Come up here. This is too fucking good. Because I'm just going to make a bollock Please saying that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we've no money for a claim. It's not just the dog that's defective. <laughs> so tell us, so you've, you've got a golden retriever that's defective. How, what's that mean? So he eats everything. Right, yeah, sounds like me. 
He tries to write me all the time. That sounds like PJ. <laughs> I like this dog. See, I knew you'd fucking say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he eats everything and he rides you. He's like a husband, in fairness. I went so wrong there. Why? With a defective husband. Why? You have a defective husband as well? No, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. He's you got gone. rid of him. Okay. And you replaced him with a dog that does really exactly the same now. thing. <laughs> so he turned out to be defective as well. So you have a defective dog, a defective tattoo, and a defective life. Defective ex husband. Fuck me, Louise. I don't know where to go with this, to be honest with you. So it turns out I'm in the medical field. So, PJ, I can so hit you up with the defective steroids as well. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's fucking brilliant. You take the steroids, give the dog the Viagra, you'll have the fucking time of your lives. Yeah, we're on. That's fucking brilliant. Imagine the walks that dog would be getting. <laughs> dog walking around the park, this is fucking amazing. Uh, oh, fuck. Right, I'm so terrified, she, Louise, I'm terrified. I, I thought, to, I have to be honest, Louise, you led me down the garden path. I thought this was going to be a happy story. It can be. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Okay. You're so the man for me. You're so the man for me. I feel my work here is done. I think you've got enough. And PJ, you spend so much time in Cork. I do. Really, like. I think I'm you've ready. got it's enough like, defective like, shit in your like life. Am I like the new Al Porter? Uh, did it? Did it? Did it? I will say I am honoured in a way. Nobody's ever said my life is defective. What it needs is you before. Most people look at me and go, that's one sure way to fuck up your life right there. <laughs> well, Louise, in fairness, you travelled from Cork where your defective dog didn't come, and, but you brought your defective tattoo, so you can have a badge. How about that? You're getting a badge. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Louise. Thanks, Louise. <laughs> Fucking hell. She came here for help. We got a badge. We got a badge. <laughs> <laughs> Probably fucking is. Probably this is, is fucking fair. the weirdest game. Oh, hold on. Oh, shit, we're nearly done. We only have a few, few minutes left. So what else? Is there anything, by the way, before we close up that anybody wants to hear from a previous podcast? I want to ask us. Oh, do you want to hear the boxing story? Okay. What? Oh, you want the influencers? Oh, you want to talk about the influencers? About influencers? Well, boxing we can story. do both. Yeah, we can do both. What we can do you want to hear both. about the influencers? Because I'll tell you the bo- okay, I'll tell you the box story one more time right? because I know I've done it on the. the um, this is the last time I'm ever telling this fucking story, by the way. Unless you're paying him, he'll sell his soul for any number. Huh? I will do it again, but it's the last time I'm ever doing it. This is because I've told the story quite a bit. Because basically, what happened was uh, a friend of mine, Francis. I'm a comedian, right? You get asked to do lots of stupid shit as a fucking comedian, right? Uh, trust me, you get asked to do a lot of stupid fucking shit. You do, not this. We wanted to do this. Uh, but Francis Barrett, who's a traveller, asked me to do this white-collar boxing match for him, right? And he started, I didn't think people fucking trained for these things. I thought you just turned up, threw a few punches, you made a few quid for this blind charity. That was the idea. We were actually fighting people I could see because they'd be fucking ludicrous otherwise. <laughs> I, I thought that's what you did. So I, t- I turned up, and I didn't realise there was lads training for fucking months for this thing, right? So, and they're doing speed bags and all, and I was there, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm saying to Francis, but I'm not doing it, right? But he takes me to one side, and he goes, no shit, he starts going, you'll be fine, don't worry about us, right? You'll be fine, don't worry about us. <laughs> if, you ke- right? if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, right, your man won't expect it. That's what he said. So not only did I think... Uh, he was telling me the truth. I thought I was going to win the fucking fight, right? Like he's, he's there, you've got a great, you've got a great jab. Just keep doing the jab, one toe, one toe, one toe, right? Don't do anything else. Just one toe of the jab, just one toe. Of the jab. I said, I have this fucking licked. I didn't know boxing was so easy, <laughs> right? So I get into the fucking ring, and there's a guy, the guy I'm fighting is from Monaghan, and he was so fucking big they couldn't find runners to fit him. So he's standing there in a pair of shoes, right? And 
and he's holding his hands really low. And I remember thinking, I'm going to punch this lad in the fucking face. I was delighted with myself. He's a sensible route. Delighted. I'm going to punch a man in the face. I haven't done this since fucking ever, right? This is going to be brilliant. Uh, so I'm looking at my mates in the fucking ring. I'm doing the Fed, that thing, raising my eyes. <laughs> and I threw a punch, right? And I thought it was a real accurate. I think I probably just windmilled like that. But I felt, it felt like I was throwing an actual punch. And then I saw a fucking flash of white light. And that bastard hit me so fucking hard, he managed to turn the headgear around on me head. And I was looking, I was looking through the ear hole at a crack of light. Just this one crack of fucking light like that. And then I could hear him laughing, right? And I fucking panicked. And all I could do, he hit me so hard, all I could think to myself was, get on the fucking ground, get on the fucking ground. And I was in shock because I couldn't find the ground anywhere, right? I was trying to, I was thinking to myself, bend your fucking knees. And my hands were going up in the air. I couldn't fucking think of what was going on. And this other fucking lad just kept hitting me and hitting me and hitting me, right? And he hit me so fucking hard, his mudguard, his fucking gumshit, his mudguard fell out. His gumshit. He was that fucking big, he had a fucking mudguard in his mouth, right? Fact. And he, a fucking Fact. That's a fact. And he fucking hit me so hard, right, that his gum shield fell out. He was laughing. And then I, I'm, I started to hear them laugh, and I did the worst thing you can do in a boxing match. I went up against the ropes and just crunched into a ball. And he punched me in the fucking chest. And he winded me so bad, I fell down immediately. Like, I fell so fast, my Mickey hit myself on the ankle. So, and I, and I was winded. Although I'd never been winded like that before. So I'm lying on the ground thinking I'm having a heart attack, right? So I'm just lying there going, help me, help me, fucking help me, help, get me the fucking heart machine, fucking help, I'm going to fucking die. Get me the fucking boom boom. I need the fucking boom boom machine. Help me. Get the fucking boom boom. And then I see the referee's face appears over the head, right upside down. And I'm going to get the fucking man with the boom boom. I'm going to fucking die. And he just goes, yeah, yeah. One. <laughs> no. No. No fucking, it's over. It's fucking over. Get the hat machine. Get the fucking boom, boom. I can't see color anymore. Get the fucking machine. And then he goes, two! <laughs> no! Listen, I'm not gonna make it to seven. Get the fucking boom boom! Or I'm going to fucking die. And then he's laughing so much because a comedian in pain is the funniest fucking thing ever, that he stops counting anymore, looks at the blind people in the ringside seats and goes, it's a pity you can't see this. Right. <laughs> and, and that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was, he started, the fucking lad from St. John's Ambulance comes in. And I'm going, I'm fucking dying. Where's the boom boom? And he's like, he starts calming me down. He's like, don't fucking, don't, you're not dying, okay? I don't know what's wrong with you, but you're not fucking dying. Can't take breathe. I'm like, <laughs> he's like try again. <laughs> he goes, I want you to look at me finger, and when I move it side to side, I want you to focus on it with your eyes. Can you do that for me? It's like, I think so. And then the prick puts his finger up and starts wiggling it around in front of me face, going, fucking. And I'm still going, help me. Fucking, that's fucking Ireland all over for you.
<laughs> that is Ireland all over for you. The fucking boom boom. <laughs> and that's how you either wet yourself or go into labour when you're recording a podcast. Yeah. You listen to that story. It's very, very true. Oh, fuck, right. I don't know. I t- we're kind of we're running out of time. My man's coming in 10 minutes to your take me to Cork. Your mum is coming is. Your mum. My mum. My driving oh, mum is man. coming to take me to Cork. I thought you said my mum is coming that in. Ma. <laughs> it's like, which one? <laughs> That's fucking terrible, isn't it? PJ. I told you that story as well, though. Did I even oh, say that story? Oh, about you being adopted? No, you've never told me about that. <laughs> Settle in, folks. No, but I've told that. I've definitely told the story in the podcast about my dad trying to give me to the travellers. Yeah, before, we did tell you to the travellers. Oh, well, there, yeah, that's all right, then. You know <laughs> that story. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a terrible thing to do to an adopted child, though. <laughs> you know, take you into a halting site and say, do you want this fucker? I'm done with him, like. <laughs> Even they didn't want you. No, they didn't. In fact, it was the traveller said, would you not give him another chance? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that we're, we're, we're running out of time drastically, unless you want to do something really briefly on influencers or what we just call it or what we do. But no, there's not, I don't think there's anything to I, th- I don't think we're going to hit the peak you, again. We should probably knock it on the head when we have witch? a chance. Huh? Oh, hi. Oh, the Doggy oh. Network. Hashtag Spawn. Fucking hell, the stenographer up the back has remembered. That was like 45 minutes ago. Like 45. Excuse oh. me, the doggy network. Can I ask you a question about the sponsor? <laughs> Sounds like someone in the press room. Excuse me, Patricia from the doggy network. <laughs> Can you please explain the hashtag sponsorship, please? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll do. <laughs> it's 39. It, I just read it. Like, I listen. Yeah, I, just, I get. Is it just a rumor? If it was printed on a certain website, then it's fact. It's a fucking fact. fact. What the rumour was, there was loads of them under investigation because they were taking money or they were taking shit for free and pretending that they weren't getting paid for it. Is that it? No, it's not fact. What the fuck is the problem with that? Isn't that what the whole deal is? I think it's just down to hashtag. They have to put hashtag spawn on their ads or hashtag paid or hashtag ad. But I'm like, if you're getting hashtag paid, who hashtag gives a shit? Take the money and run. Which PJ knows, because he would sell his soul. And you know what he said? That that's the last time he'll tell you that boxing story. If you offer him money, he will go any fucking where and tell you that boxing story. <laughs> and that is hashtag fact. <laughs> right, so, do you know what? I'm going to walk around and give away as many of these badges as you can, because we literally have only 10 minutes. I'm going to start with you. Thanks a million for coming to so Dogland Live. Oh, what episode is it? Shit, they'll know. 83? This is episode 83. 83. <laughs> So it's all done. Thanks a million for coming to it. Thanks to the reviewables as well. And uh, Thanks a million to Alan from Headstuff and the Headstuff uh, Network. And there's loads more if you want to go and catch another podcast across the Dublin Festival. I know some of you have to go back to the UK uh, teach kids in the morning. Uh, but there is loads more if you want to go and see. Actually, Joanne McNally uh, is what the, what's the story or what the fuck? What's She's in the one? What's the Story podcast That's tomorrow, tomorrow the night Club. in the Workman's Club. Yeah, that, uh, David McAndrews is on that. David McWilliams. Oh, David Mc- the fuck is David McAndrews? That's Dave McSavage's dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. He's a tough crowd. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Go, but go and see them. But thanks a million to Yeah, so thanks a million for coming. This is definitely not the last one no, live. So thanks no, a million. Thank we really appreciate so it. Take care. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.